friends. I am Susan Schatzen. Welcome to the Literacy Curators Podcast. This episode is something I am incredibly passionate about. It is about reading screeners and reading assessments and breaking them down into the types of assessments and why thinking about things through a four quadrant lens will help us. So those of you that can see the recording, great. Otherwise, I will walk you through it for those listening on the podcast. But this is, I feel as though this, it was like a light bulb moment for me understanding the different assessments and how they can kind of fit into these clear quadrants was a game changer for taking all the information coming at me with a student's reading assessments and thinking about them in blocks or chunks. So if you are a parent who has has a child and you're wondering where they are in their reading and if they need any support, this is for you. If you are a teacher that's trying to sift through the sea of all these different assessments, this is for you. If you are an administrator or a school counselor just trying to get a handle on what this science of reading and the core assessments mean, this is for you. So let's dive in. Our goal in this top quadrant here is an engaged reader. We want a reader who is a strong, has great decoding skills, fluency skills, reading comprehension, and we want them to love it. We want to bring, we want to teach the whole world, whole child and bring the world of literacy alive for them with rich texts and engaging texts of their choice and all kinds of wonderful things. But what if we have some students in front of us that are not exhibiting that zest for reading, or they are, but bless their hearts, they are trying so hard and it is still so challenging for them. What do we do? Well, for every student, whether you're getting ready for summer and you're a parent that wants to know exactly what your student needs, or you're a teacher that has these students in front of you and you need to know how to teach them, this is how to break it down. So we have quadrant one, an engaged reader. And we're gonna go over here, quadrant two, a student that has skills that put them at risk for dyslexia, which is also known as a specific learning disability in basic word reading skills, decoding, or in reading fluency skills. So let me say that again. And in this article that I will link here on perspectives of language and literacy, this phrase was just, I think, one of the best I've ever heard. H2O is to water, like specific learning disability in decoding or fluency, is to dyslexia. Let me say that again. You have these synonyms. You have H2O, you have water. Synonyms. You have specific learning disability in word reading or fluency, you have dyslexia. Synonyms, they mean the same thing. In the education jargon, when a student has an assessment, a lot of times we're looking for a specific learning disability, but that is not what is used in research or in the other areas of academia or out in society. The term dyslexia is used. Schools can and should use that term when they are looking for a word reading or a fluency skill deficit. That being said, what I'm talking about today is not diagnosing students. What I'm talking about is looking for 
factors, skills related to these areas of learning so we can identify what a student needs early, where they are, and develop those skills so we can prevent a reading difficulty from developing because you can absolutely a thousand percent do that. That's why this is so exciting. So what do we want? We want an engaged reader. How do we get there? One, we understand their word reading and fluency skills. We do that by assessing decoding skills related to phonological awareness and phonics, as well as oral reading fluency, nonsense reading fluency. So that is how we look at one, that sort of word reading area of literacy. The other piece of the puzzle that is often overlooked is language. And that moves us over here to this quadrant three. We are looking for skills related to developmental language impairment or developmental language delay. That's where maybe a speech language pathologist gets involved sometimes, but we don't have to wait to go too far down the road. What we can do now as parents and teachers is do simple assessments that look at a student's vocabulary and their narrative language structure to understand where they are in their language development and think about how we can support that instruction to help them become an engaged reader. So if we are going to assess around language, we are going to look at vocabulary and we are going to look at narrative language structure and we are going to teach related to those areas. So that is one call, quadrant language. The other one was word reading and fluency, which is also related to dyslexia. So we have three quadrants so far. We have the engaged reader. We have the student that has skills related to word reading difficulties or fluency difficulties, otherwise known as dyslexia. We have a third quadrant for developmental language, students that need support in vocabulary and narrative language, receptive or expressive language. Fourth category that I think this one, this putting it all together is a game changer because oftentimes as educators, myself included, I used to think of those profiles as being separate. But quadrant four is a student that has some skill deficits, some need for instruction or intervention related to dyslexia and developmental language delay. There are students who need both. A lot of times if a student screened for dyslexia, yep, that's it, they have dyslexia and that's all she wrote. Or we just call them, oh, it's just a garden variety reading difficulty. No. We have these four quadrants to help us pinpoint what students need. Again, we're not labeling students. We're looking at areas of skills and instruction so they can become an engaged reader. So our goal, quadrant one, engaged reader. Quadrant two, we're going to look at decoding and we're going to look at fluency to know what we need to teach there. Quadrant three, we're going to look at language specifically breaking it down into some vocabulary and narrative language, listening comprehension, so we know what we need to teach around language. Category four is we know if students have skill gaps in both of those areas, that student is going to need instruction in both of those areas. 
I work with a school that uses Early Bird, a literacy screener. I've talked about it before. It is fabulous because it addresses all of these areas. And when I looked at it and I broke the student scores down into these quadrants and compared it with other assessments that we have, there are some other fabulous assessments coming out soon around language that are quick, simple iPad assessments that look at receptive and expressive language. Um, but the US version isn't quite out yet, but it's coming soon. I'll share about it when it does. But when I compared it to our other assessments, it matched up to these four quadrants. We had students who were off to the races. They are a strong, engaged reader. Lots of them in quadrant one. Second most populated or where we had the, the most students who had an area of need was in that dyslexia profile. Work, they needed work on decoding and fluency. Again, not diagnosing. These are just the skills that are connected to dyslexia. Then this next set of students, the kind of, if you were gonna break them into four groups, we had the most in quadrant one of engaged engaged readers, the second most into that dyslexia um, related skills, third most into those that had language related skills, and then the fourth, a couple, a few that had both. They had elements of language and word reading and fluency that needed to be addressed in their instruction. And how exciting that in kindergarten, we can do an iPad assessment that takes less than 40 minutes that you can do in small groups and find out this information, group students accordingly, provide the appropriate amount of dosage and intervene in the classroom with tools available to a teacher. All of this within the classroom setting. Parents, if your school isn't doing that, that's okay. I assess students according to this. You can always email me or DM me on Instagram. We offer a quick, simple assessment to give you information to, so you can see where your child is related to these areas of strength and areas of need as it pertains to the skills a student needs to become an engaged reader. Um, my goal is to empower teachers, administrators, parents, anyone out there to know that if you do these simple assessments, you can tailor instruction accordingly and you can prevent these reading difficulties from developing or becoming exacerbated over time. So these are the four quadrants I wanted to share with you. I hope that you feel empowered and excited to know that you can just do some simple assessments and you can know where students are in their reading and exactly what type of instruction you can give them to support them. And again, this can fit into a summer lifestyle where you're still having fun because you have such targeted time when you take 20 or 30 minutes a few days a week. It's engaging, it's targeted, it's beneficial, and then your students will be off to the races as well. Have a great day.